It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. All right. Hi, guys. Another episode. And I'm so thankful because today I have my friend Amanda joining us. And uh, welcome, Amanda. Yay! So (laughs) you're welcome. And so Amanda and I, it's kind of cool because we met years ago when we, we worked together in a school. And that, right, that was a long, that was at um, Prairie Waters. So it was a long time ago. And then we kind of went different ways. And then we reconnected a few years ago through, through dance. Like we've been friends on Facebook and we, you know, we connect with each other and chat with each other and leave comments. And um, what's kind of neat is we have similar, similar interests, you know, Reiki, exercise, dance, just, I think that whole positive outlook on life and just, you know, whether, you know, I think with you and with me and with other people I've had on too, it's struggles that we've gone through, but yet we still maintain that positivity and maybe there've been some downtimes, but we get over that. And it's kind of that, that I really admire about all of the people I've had on so far is just them sharing their stories and things. So, um, yeah, basically this is just for you, Amanda, to just kind of share your story and tell us a bit more about you and, and your passions and what's your jam and what you love and what fires your soul. All right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there's so much. And we were just seeing beforehand that um, I can talk and talk and talk and I hopefully won't go around in circles and come back to something later. And, you know, maybe there might even be a method into my madness when I talk too, because sometimes everything sort of interconnects and, and ends up relating in the end. But one of the things that I remember um, when we first met, uh, you were so welcoming and I loved it because it was a school, uh, a French immersion program that you are teaching and you're still teaching. And I went through a French immersion program. So I speak French, but as the years go by, it becomes a little poorly. (laughs) So I wasn't as good. So I was so excited to be able to have people that I could talk with, which was so nice. And you were one of those teachers there that reached out and, um, and uh, then we found out we had so much in common Mm -hmm. um, with fitness, with Reiki and everything. So many um, natural uh, ways to help with health and wellness. And um, so my passion is everything health and wellness. And so I know that we have similar stories as well in that we found a lot of these things that worked for us and resonated with us and these groups and and different support systems that resonated with us because we have um, issues over and above um, things that the medical system can do, can fix. So if you have a cold, you can take medications. If you have an infection, you can take medications. But when you have an autoimmune Um, disorder, disease, it's very much different. Or if you have issues and all the tests come back normal, but they say, you've got this, so let's just throw you on antidepressants to make it all better. And I, and and like you said, it's all those things reaching that rock bottom and just thinking, is this it? Is this how my life is going to be? Am I going to be in constant pain all the time? What is there that will work that will help me? 
So um, first things first was nutrition. I found out about nutrition. Now, I've always been active. I've always been into sports. Um, I've always been that kid hanging from the tree upside down, you know, so I've always been active. I've always been out there. I was at tomboy running around all over the place. I loved to play sports. Um, I got into gymnastics and then I got into competitive equestrian. Um, but then after that, I became an old gym rat. Like I think when the first gyms opened, what was it called? Fitness Unlimited, I think it was. Okay. And it was a big franchise it was the first one of the first big franchises I was like one of the first people that signed up <laughs> so I I definitely became an old gym rat and I loved it um so much so that uh, uh later on that that's all I did I went to the gym the gym was wonderful for me I could stay in shape it was a good way to release uh, tensions of the day um, and, uh, but then I started to, uh, I had ended up with a lot of health issues that we didn't know at the time. So, um, I battled with, uh, anxiety and depression, um, which was a very lonely time of my life. Um, I didn't have that much of a support group because back then mental health issues were very much, um, well, they had a very, they were looked down upon and suck it up and, you know, get over it and everyone feels sad. And that was a really hard time for me. I was pulling my hair out. I was taking medications and feeling sicker. Um, I would reach out to people, even people, and this is the hardest part, even people that I found out were suffering from um, anxiety and depression, I would reach out to them and they'd be the first person to shut me away mm-hmm. and tell me, you know, you know, get over it. We all have our problems. And it's like, I know, but I figured we could <laughs> hold each other's hands. I don't know which people are doing now. And it's beautiful. I love to see that. But I felt that there was something else out there that just taking medications that made me feel more sick and weren't really helping really with the anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. So my very first, it was back, you know, mid twenties that I found a book called food and mood that really explained a lot of the things that are really coming out now more and more and more with neurological um, uh, sciences uh, with regards to mental health and wellness. So it really explained a lot about um, the, the functions of the brain and the function of the nervous system. And so it was wonderful. And it completely changed my life around and it opened the door to other things. So um, I found more, not that, I, and, and here's the big thing. A lot of people think that I don't, because of what I do with my work, that I don't really do much with the um, Western medicine system. And that's not true. I have a great respect for the Western medicine system. It is very much needed. And there's been so many amazing advances that have happened with it. However, I'm the type of person that says, we still need to take care of ourselves. We can't just rely on the Western medical system because it becomes overburdened as we can see what's happening right now with COVID. Mm -hmm. But and that's fine. So take care of yourself now. Do what you need to do right now. Eating, eat healthy, exercise, practice mindfulness with meditation or with yoga, or uh, and also find other healing modalities. And Reiki was one of them that was that was like a next step evolution for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so bringing that all in together, because here I go, bringing that all in in together it was all really started with nutrition eating healthy eating well it ended up not being enough because 
a lot of the issues that I did had had to do with some of the things that I thought were nutrition. Uh, so wheat turns out in celiac, so I can't eat wheat. And I was eating lots of whole grains and lots of things. And that was a real learning curve because back then, again, it was the same thing. There wasn't a lot of information out there or food. And, um, and then I, my um, husband's, uh, my in-laws bought a vitamin store. And so I got to work there and that was awesome. So I learned a lot about different supplements and vitamins and when to take them, when not to take them, what should we take? What shouldn't we take? It's still a guessing game. So how do we know which ones we need to take? Mm -hmm. We had a gentleman that came in to the vitamin store that did um, live and dry blood analysis. And I found it so fascinating because I do have um, a, a science background because that I was going to become a marine biologist of all things. But so I had to take my, my um, uh, I had to get my science degree. So I've got just a two years general science um, majoring in marine biology, but I ended up going on to different things. Um, so, but it still fascinated me how you could take the blood and, and uh, find out all these amazing things that are going on, imbalances uh, based on nutritional and, and lifestyle um, factors, how they come into play, how your blood cells uh, respond to your nutrition and lifestyle choices, um, and also how your natural flora, so the terrain that the blood is suspended, how that is all taken care of. So it's, it's, it, it fascinated me so much. Later on, I became, um, I decided to get my live and dry blood certification uh, level two. So I work in a clinic right now and I help people uh, to determine when things aren't going right, even it, as a support to say, for example, if they already have um, a condition that is being taken care of in the medical com community, I can work with them to make sure that they take safe supplements or, or, um, or, or healthy alternatives, things that don't have a contraindication to what they're doing, and that will actually work for them. Mm -hmm. So they're not just taking something that they don't need. So then, yeah, and then from there, there's all I, I, so I ended up with a cyst in my spinal canal that they found later on. I was having all sorts of neurological issues, probably from multiple car accidents in which I ended up with a lot of soft tissue damage. I was also an equestrian, I was also a gymnast. So there's lots of injuries that are involved in there. But I ended up with what they call a syringomyelia, which is a cyst that runs down the spinal canal and it causes all sorts of different um, uh, neurological uh, symptoms. And, and so it became really hard. I actually couldn't walk. I was using a cane and I couldn't enjoy life the way I used to be able to. And that again, same thing. Um, I was, I was in a space where like, this is really hard. I don't know what I can do. And once again, the doctors wanted to put me on antidepressants because they are shown to help with neurological issues. And I was like, no, I don't want to do antidepressants. I, I fulfilled uh, the prescription, but I never took them. Mm -hmm. So uh, from there, it was okay, what, what helped with me in the past? Let's go back and try nutrition. Um, let's go back and see if there's anything I can do. I was actually pretty much resigned that this was going to be my life. I was going to be using walking sticks and not being able to run and do all the things that I love to do. 
or loved to do. So um, my, actually my mom started the paleo diet and it was amazing for her. Like she had amazing results. And I mm-hmm. thought, okay, well, she had this big book <laughs> that I went and read through and I was like, okay, what could it, it, it talked about the science behind it. Um, it talked to the, you know, about the theory behind it. And, and, uh, you know, back then everyone was like, oh yeah, we're eating like our paleolithic ancestors and well, really no, we're not. But what we're doing is we're just taking a, taking a look at the crap that we do eat out. And it was mostly just meat and vegetables that I was eating. And I, and I cut all the stuff that, you know, um, that we, we think is healthy. Like, you know, we have yogurt now. Everyone's like, oh yeah, I'm eating healthy. I'm eating yogurt. And it's like, okay, can you start yogurt <laughs> as a health food? Anyway, go ahead, eat your yogurt, but it's not a health food. Um, but it, you know, then, and then I started to feel better. I started finding like the numbness and tingling that I once had. I was like, I can feel my face again. I can feel my fingers again. I'm not shaking anymore. I can talk again and form sentences again. I don't need to have my cane anymore. And that was fantastic. And it helped to a point and it, and I, and made amazing breakthroughs. And now I was like, well, what else is there? Can I do? Well, then a yoga studio opened up out here and I was friends with the owner and she had said, I had asked her, do you think yoga will help? And she says, of course it will. <laughs> so I started with restorative and it was wonderful. And I, it just, again, I learned how to move again. I learned how to go within and find myself and all of a sudden changing the nutrition, finding yoga and starting to integrate some of the practices and the philosophies. I just opened all these doors. Suddenly I was healing and it was fantastic. And it wasn't with medications. It wasn't with invasive surgeries or anything. It was all with my own discoveries of what my body could do, releasing blocks and healing. And then the next thing was Reiki. So that's a very interesting way how I found out about Reiki. And um, so, yeah, I know. Sometimes it's just, you hear this thing, you should do Reiki. And I'm like, I don't know what Reiki is. And it wasn't a person who told me this. And I'm like, what's Reiki? So I went and I actually went to um, my yoga instructor, my yoga mentor. um, And she had said, I'm a Reiki master. I can attune you. So... I went and I was like, that's crazy. Okay. So I got attuned. Um, And then from there, things started to progress. And I was like, there's more to this. Like I've started doing Reiki. I did Reiki with you, I believe. Yes, you did. um, And I did. And I loved it. And I just had such good feedback. And it is such an amazing tool. And one of the things that people have to realize is that, um, that, Anytime, you know, they get a lot of people who say, well, I don't believe in it. And it's like, do you get pick up bad feelings from people sometimes? Like, can you just talk Mm -hmm. to somebody and and you can pick that vibe up off of them? That's Reiki. That is your own inherent ability to receive and and understand vibration Mm -hmm. that is out there. Even with the heart. They have measured the resonance of the heart to be with, you know, I think it was 10 feet. Oh, uh, I think it's, I think it's three to six for heart math. And that's the big premise of heart math is that heart math. that coherence and things. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. 
So that, yes, it is. And those, those connect. And so a lot of times it's like, that's fine. You know what? Reiki works, whether you believe it does or doesn't. However, the belief in receiving Reiki and just opening up to receiving Reiki makes it just that much more um, special and that much more effective. Mm -hmm. So it's a fantastic tool to go along with um, medical procedures to help calm the stress of going into an operation so that you can move into a sense of deep relaxation and then allow what needs to be done. And then the healing afterwards. So the recovery afterwards, there have actually been um, and, 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 and more and more uh, medical research coming out that in, it is, uh, has been highly beneficial in the recovery process and part of the recovery process for people after having um, any sort of medical treatment. So much so that there are some hospitals that do have Reiki practitioners that do work there and work with, um, with, with patients. So I'm, I'm sitting there going, yay, that's wonderful. Um, so it's it, so self-Reiki on myself, also going to my own Reiki mentor to, um, to get my own monthly top up mm -hmm. is fantastic. So when, so when not only just receiving Reiki, I, when I find that whenever I find something that works for me and has brought great success for me, I want to share it. So, and I want to be, I want to study it more and I want to practically use it more and, 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 and connect with it more. Mm -hmm. So uh, I am a uh, Holy Fire 3 Karuna and Yusui master. And so what does that mean? It means not only do I get to give you the modality, which is Holy Fire 3, Karuna and Yusui are two different uh, branches of modality, um, where Yusui I find to be the masculine energy, Karuna I find to be the feminine energy. So it's wonderful to bring them both in together into a treatment. Um, and then from there, I can either be a practitioner or I can ignite people into Holy Fire 3 so that they can do self-reiki on themselves, mm -hmm. friends and families, on their food, on the plants, everything. And you don't have to have any sort of religious background or belief because it isn't a religion. Yeah. It isn't a belief system. It is um, a, a path for spiritual advancement and alignment and healing. Mm -hmm. So it, whatever religion you are, Reiki will help to actually connect you to it on a much deeper level. So it's wonderful. And you didn't know it was going to get all spiritual. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's totally, this is all my jam. So yeah. it's like, it's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, and so I, I call myself a healing arts practitioner as well, because I then moved into more of the shamanic healing techniques. Mm. So with the shamanic healing techniques, um, we do a lot of journey work. So we, this is going into a different space and a different place and without drugs. So you learn, uh, so the, the, the method that I use is called the drum journey. So I've been very fortunate to be working with, um, I have an elder um, who has passed down her learnings to um, a, a whole group of us who are non-Indigenous people, but 
have dedicated ourselves to the culture and the traditions um, because that's what we resonate with and that's what we found and we want to be respectful rather than um, appropriating mm -hmm. um, any sort of this culture. So I, I follow it very much so, and I have um, my elder. So based on those teachings that have been passed down um, over to me, the drum journey is one of them. And then working from there, um, I can actually, one of the fantastic things with the shamanic healing techniques is with Reiki, we can bring balance and we can bring this energy in and we can bring healing in. With a shamanic technique, we can actually find and locate um, intrusive energy, so blocks, help to work through the blocks, understand what the blocks is and bring meaning of those blocks wherever they are to the client. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes in order to heal, you need to understand what needs to be healed. You can say, I've got a headache and I want my headaches to go away. Well, that the headaches might be caused by something else mm -hmm. other than just a headache. It might be something that happened in the past. It might be something that you're doing to yourself today, unresolved issues, and that you hold them inside your body. So once again, with the whole um, uh, mental health movement and neurological science is coming in and finding the connection of the vagus nerve, not only just to our, our uh, reptilian brain, but also what we call the jellyfish brain, which is, which is something over and above what we have that into our peripheral nervous system, into all our different chakras, all our nerve bundles. And the vagus nerve is almost like, a, is, is partially that memory center so, rather than the brain. The brain, I always say, is like the Rolodex of all your experiences and it's held there. But all your experiences are brought from all these different nerve bundles, which in Eastern, um, uh, spirituality and actually it's even in their medicine is the nerve bundles or the chakras so, every, so western medicine a lot of times people think that the chakras are something that is not really made up but more on a spiritual level but it isn't it's a physical um description of our different nerve bundles and the root chakra uh, with the adrenals and the um, solar, uh, the, the sacral chakra with the uh, ovaries or the testes or up over into the solar plexus, they are all connected to a different one of our whole endocrine system. So it's just, it's just so interesting how what depends on the type, the type of uh, trauma that we endured mm -hmm. um, is, is actually uh, associated with one of those different chakras. I could go into a lot of detail, but I won't because that'll take up more than 30 minutes. That's okay. But it's held in our vag it's it's held in our vagus nerve. Our body keeps score. Yes. We hold trauma in these areas. And that's one of the beautiful things with the shamanic healing is that we can go in and we can actually find when and where and how that tra that trauma affected you, what kind of block it has, did it turn into intrusive energy? Is that intrusive energy taking a life of its own? Does it have, is it throughout your whole body rather than just one place? Mm -hmm. Did you experience a soul fracture? Does that, does that soul fracture need to be repaired and brought in? And so that's the shamanic healing techniques that come in there.
And it makes me think of when you're talking about that true, right? It's that book, The Body Keeps the Square by Bessel van der Kolk. And that's a fabulous yeah. book. I'm actually going to, to ask you, Amanda, if you don't mind as well. I think what I'll do with our chat is I'm also going to put in a link for with that book. Yes, that's it. It's fantastic, guys. So there's that one. Um, and what I'll do too, Amanda, if you don't mind, is I'll ask you about that food and mood book that you were talking about. Oh, and that one too. Yeah. If you can send me the info and I'll add it to our conversation. But yeah, I mean, I think that's it is, is you brought up so many really incredible points and, and there's so many, I mean, guys, you can see how Amanda would be fantastic to go see and work with because she, I know, <laughs> I mean, she's my friend and I love her, but I've gone just for my things too. And it's been so cool to, to see. And, and when I think about, you know, you were talking about when you were walking with your walking stick and your cane and thinking this is, yeah, I could totally relate to that too. But it's interesting how the, the theme again of we need to be proactive. We need, we need to assume um, our role as primary caregiver in terms of we need to advocate for ourselves. Um, and again, it's, it's when you're in a position at, you know, the age that we were both at when we had have our major issues, it's a case of, I will do anything and everything. And I will try alternatives. I will be open. I will have an open spirit and open mind to anything because there's got, there has to be something out there that's going to help. So I think that that's kind of a neat part too, is that, that, that you, when, when you're not necessarily in the situation, you might think, oh no, I would never do that. But once you happen to have something happen, all of a sudden it's like, I will try everything under the sun. I will do what I need to do because this, this is not the way I want to live. Right. So that was a good point. And then with the, the blood analysis, I thought that was so fascinating when I came to see you and you did that. Can you explain just a little bit more what, what's involved? Like how, like if I came to see you, what would you do? Okay, absolutely. So when you come to see me, um, it, it, it's, it's actually a very simple process. Like a, I, I do have some people that come along and they, they offer me their arm and I'm like, no, 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 it's not that way. So you're there with me in the room. I have my microscope right there, but I also work in a clinic as well. Um, so you would come to see me and you sit through the whole process and I talk you through it and I walk you through it so you can actually see what's going on. Um, so you would come in. I always ask people not to eat three hours prior to coming in um, and but to stay hydrated. That's very important. So stay hydrated, but no food um, before you come in. Um, and mostly I'll explain that in a moment. Why um, is that as soon as you eat, your body starts to uh, release enzymes. It starts to release all sorts of different things. Your body is going through um, a lot of uh, uh, system processes uh, when you eat. So what I want to see is what's going on when your body's not in that process, because I want to see how your body has responded once it's already gone through the digestive process and it's just functioning on its own. Okay. So no digestion, just to see how it's functioning on its own once it's gone through that whole digestion process. So you would come in and I take just a poke of blood from you. I have um, individual use uh, uh, lancets and I just take a poke and I take two samples, one for the dry blood and then one for the live blood. 
And we, uh, as the, as the uh, uh, dry blood sample is drying, we go through the live blood process. So I bring it up in this microscope that I have is called dark field microscope. So the light reflects on the uh, slide much differently, like at a different angle. So the background is black and uh, the cells light up. So I can actually see inside the cell as well as it lights up the terrain and the natural flora within the terrain. So I can take a look and see, um, is there, uh, some of the things that I can see is um, the shape of your cells. Are they all uniform in size? Are they free floating and bouncing nicely off of each other? Or have, are they, coined up on top of each other in a Rolo fashion, or are they honeycombing together, which can mean different things. Um, it can be anywhere from uh, digesting uh, proteins incorrectly to bile insufficiency to um, also uh, in, in my case and what I learned uh, and, and found out on my own that got me over to the doctor was uh, blood clotting as well. So, and also circulation mm -hmm. and um, then from there, also taking a look at the terrain and seeing how the natural flora is in there. So after we eat, and, and that's really important, after we eat, our bloodstream is flooded with little symprotites that swim around and help to grab micronutrients and deliver them at a cellular level to all the body parts. Are they still in there? They should dissipate after three to four hours. If it's still a lot of them in there, then that might take a look and see um, what is your diet? Is it highly acidic? Um, and, and that a lot of times if there's any sort of a protein um, uh, digestion issues, um, we'll probably see a lot of sympathites. How is the liver functioning? Is the liver functioning optimally? Um, are you digesting your B vitamins as well as you should? Um, so those are just some of the things that will come in there. Um, uh, hormonal uh, aspects mm. as well, viral function. So we, I also can see how your white blood cells are, are, are forming, how they're behaving. Um, uh, so, you know, for myself and, and for other people with an autoimmune reaction, I will see certain white blood cells in there, monocytes in particular as the eosinophils, I'll actually see them in there in more abundance than, than needed. Um, so those are just some of the things that I will see in there. So we can, um, uh, oh, oh, also, uh, a bacteria over, uh, a growth as well. So we have in, on and around us hundreds and hundreds of thousands of different mold fungus and bacteria that usually work with us. Are they in check or are, is something going on that's causing them to overgrow? Um, so, and also uh, iron is another big one too. We get a lot of people coming in saying I'm anemic. Um, I'm taking iron pills, but they're not helping. Well, maybe you're not absorbing the iron as well as you should. Maybe the issue might be somewhere else. Mm. So that's some of the things that we can see with the live blood. We move into the dry blood and the dry blood. So um, our, because there's so many different elements in our blood, our blood will actually dry in layers, in rings, um, because like the heaviest of a settlement. So say, for example, if you have a, a metal toxicity or chemical toxicity built up in the system will be in the outer rings and then it goes in and in and in. So different cells from different areas will dry differently on the slide. And then I can tell and see, okay, we've got inflammation holes in the bowel area. So that tells me that you've got bowel inflammation. Here are some things. We'll take a look at your diet. What are you currently eating? Let's switch over. And I'll usually put people onto a nutrition plan that would work for a month 
um, just to help bring inflammation back down, integrate certain supplements that they would use during that time or herbal remedies. Um, I, I do a little bit more with, with herbology or some homeopathic remedies. Um, and then, uh, and then, and then we would have a follow-up to see how things are going to see things coming back under control, whatever it was that we went through, whatever nutrition plan and supplement plan that we went through, uh, we would do that as well. So I, and also depending, like if I see somebody who is highly stressed, I might recommend Reiki <laughs> yoga. So all those wonderful things as well. That's amazing. Thank you. And that's, I, I find the blood stuff so fascinating because again, you just, you don't realize, like, you know, that there's so much information and our body is just so intelligently designed, but you don't realize everything that's actually going on. All of the things that are uh, behind the scenes or under the scenes, if you will, until you, you learn about this. And I, I just think it's so fascinating and amazing how much you can see from that. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. Like, I mean, I could, you could sit there and talk about it all day, but yeah, uh, really, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on in there and, and, and uh, trying not to confuse people because it's little bits and pieces at a time that you want to work with people. So I know that often and, and uh, with the live and dry blood analysis, uh, I don't want to over prescribe people. I, I use prescribe loosely. Uh, supplements to people because I know that some people like that that do live and dry blood analysis and um, the lady that I took over the her clinic um, uh, clientele um, the, the, they had a lot they were I would look at their files and I'm like well she's used supplements homeopathic and homeopathy for all the exact same thing. So people were taking 20 things mm -hmm. and it's like, look, you do one or the other, you do supplements or you do homeopathic or you do homeopathy. And that always depends on the person, what would work best for them. And a lot of people came back and said, yeah, no, I didn't do it all because it was just so much. Mm -hmm. Start with the core, yeah. work with what, you know, sometimes I have people come in and they just have a little bit of a candida overgrowth. So all I need to do is say, let's take care of the candida. And I bet you you'll start absorbing your B vitamins much better. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. That's amazing too. And that's the thing. I think sometimes people are fearful that they think, oh, I'm going to, they're going to tell me I need to get all this stuff or I need to throw all this out or do that. And, and as you mentioned, like sometimes it's just start slowly. It's a little tweak. Let's see what we can do food wise, because I mean, so much is gut and microbiome. Um, if we clean that up, let's see what we can do and then go from there. So I love that too, that it's mm -hmm. that approach as opposed to <laughs> here's, here's all your stuff kind of thing. That's awesome. And I think what I do too, Amanda, if you don't mind, I mean, I don't know if you're I like, I know you're busy, so I'm not sure if you're still taking clients, but if you're okay with it, I'd love to put your your contact info if people are wanting to find out about dry blood analysis or Reiki or any of the other uh, amazing things that you do. Yeah, if that's okay yeah. with you, I think that'd be great. Absolutely, I'll do that for sure. And I know that a lot of times when I when I talk to people like I come on here and it's and it's like, um, oh my gosh, that's so much you do so much. And I know before with people like, well, you need a niche, you need a niche. And I'm like, you know what, I am the niche. Yeah, this is <laughs> because what will happen is people will come to me and I will sit down and say, you know what, let's just have a 30 minute free consultation. Just come and talk to me. Yeah. Tell, let's let, tell me what it is you're looking for. Tell me what it is that you're going through. 
I'm going to listen. I'm going to hear what's going on in your life. And then I can say, look, you know what? Uh, one of these might help you. So you know what? Why don't we try Reiki? Let's bring this in. So that's what it is. Like I don't see myself as here having all these different things. I see myself here and I have this nice toolbox around me that I can say to people, all yeah. right, let's find what will work for you. And you know what? That's a really neat way to think of it. Cause I think kind of that that's without expressing it that's kind of how I think of myself too it's like oh well I could do this or we could do this or this or this or go this way or that way it's you're absolutely right it's we're at the center we're at the heart the heart of it and these are some of the different gifts that we can bring to help people depending on what it is and I think that's exactly it too it's it's taking the time to establish that connection with someone Mm -hmm. and and to just kind of get the vibe and and learn about them because I think that a lot of the times I'm, I'm so thankful. I have an amazing rheumatologist. I have an amazing GP, but I've also, and you know, the specialists that I've dealt with over the years have been phenomenal, but I've also been on the other side where I've been with someone who ha- I've, I've walked out not feeling heard, valued, um, understood. And it was just, it was horrible. And I felt even worse. It was another thing. And I, it was one of those where I thought, am I just like, am I just you know, disillusioned, like, am I completely out there? Meanwhile, no, it was just that there was so much missing from that, that I really needed, right. That's so important and key. So, yeah, this was, I'm so thankful you, you just, you decided to say yes. Thank you. I so appreciate this. This was, you were awesome. So I don't put myself out there very much. And you know what? We're, we're still, re- we're recording and, and yeah, I, I love it. And that was kind of my goal with this. Sorry, I'm getting loud. That was my goal with this was one is this is kind of out of my comfort zone, but it was on my heart for so long. And I thought, I, I just know such amazing people that have so many different gifts and I want to share those people with everybody. So this is awesome. So thank you so much. I I'm so appreciative. <laughs> And I love that you kept talking about heart because that is just like where we need to come from. We need to let go of here and we need to come from here. Lovely. (laughs) That nice, beautiful gray coming all the way down of all the different chakra colors. But yes, so that's why I renamed my business. So starting a whole new this year, Heart Song Healing and Wellness. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Everyone has a song in their heart, just waiting to be sung. Uh, that is, I, Amanda, that's fantastic. I love that name. So uh, guys, I'll be sure to guys, people, everybody, humans, um, I'll be sure to put it in the chat. Yeah, everybody. I'll be sure to put it in the chat. Um, Amanda's contact info, as well as I'll chat with her and we'll put the names, the titles of those books um, in there too. I think that that would be awesome. I think people would really enjoy that. And I if you really wonderful books, that's I know, right? It's like the list goes on library behind me. I love it, love it. So, guys, yeah, if you've got any questions or comments, we would love to hear your feedback. And uh, until the next time, thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram. And of course, on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.